From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Does lighting have an impact on wellness and productivity? My guests today have recently completed a study on that subject. Dr. Usha Satish is a psychologist and professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Upstate. Dr. Koshal Nanavati is a family practitioner and the assistant dean of wellness at Upstate. Thank you for being here, both of you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Dr. Satish, why don't you begin by telling us about the study you did that compared people working near a sunlit window with those working near a window darkened by blinds? Sure. This study was called the Evolve Study, and it was conducted in North Carolina in a typical office setting. The participants were professionals working in different managerial positions, and we used a well-validated methodology called the Strategic Management Simulations to study productivity levels in participants. And this technology um, really revolves around real-world productivity, answering questions for people, such as, how is my day going today? Am I managing information well? Am I completing my day-to-day -day tasks? Am I able to focus? Am I succeeding in my overall mission? Um, so a lot of things that are very critical to information management and processing, and these are linked to human factors. And so that's sort of what we were looking at. And what did you find? Sure. So we were really interested in understanding the impact of daylight on people's productivity level and sleep quality. And we were especially focusing on different aspects of metacognition and impact on productivity. And so these would have included things such as information management, focus, capacity to prioritize, etc. And what we did is we took these people into these two conditions, one with daylight and one with blinds, and looked at the results on productivity, which were pretty impressive. On average, people had about 42% higher scores across all these critical parameters. And this is important both at a personal level, and it also has significant impacts on overall organizational performance. After that initial study, Dr. Satish, you and Dr. Nanavati did another study of healthcare workers here at Upstate, again comparing work near sunlit windows to work near windows with blinds. What did you find there? So in this pilot study, we actually focused on productivity levels and factors and healthcare professionals. So we used the same methodology, but a version that is specific to healthcare. And some of the key findings related to statistically significant increases in positive outcomes for patient uh, care in this simulated um, methodology. And there were also reductions in negative outcomes related to, related to patient care. And we also looked at how people managed information and um, their interpersonal communication. And in the daylight condition, they actually did better in all these factors. For example, facilitation and cooperation have showed significant improvements under daylight. Their negative outcomes went down and positive outcomes went up. So overall, in this pilot study, it appears as uh, appears that good daylight definitely enables better outcomes. Dr. Nanavati, why does this matter so much, particularly in the healthcare workers? 
I mean, I think when you think about the fact that what healthcare workers are doing every day is impacting other people's lives as well, even more so, you know, it's a service industry as are many other industries and environment makes a difference, right? Go figure. It's a very simple statement I make, but the environment is multiple things. It's the food you eat, it's the location where you are, uh, it's how you feel and how your surroundings make you feel. And so what this data teases out is the fact that at least in a pilot study, we're able to see that the value of having daylight uh, and a brighter environment in general allows people to actually engage more with their work, to feel more connected with the environment. Uh, and so these terms like emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, terms that are used really are about simply that. One is having a sense of you know, connection and, and value and not feeling hopeless about the situation. Uh, and then the other is feeling connected to your work and your space and the people you're with and the mission. Uh, and in healthcare, especially with this last year and the stresses that you know we've endured as a world, uh, it's important. Uh, you think about offering your patients and your customers in the in the other industries a five-star experience. But you know the point that you start to realize is that you know we're all worth a five-star experience, and we get to create the environment. And so, as leadership, we should think about that. And also as employees in an environment, we should think about those things. Well, let me ask you, in a place like Syracuse, where we have a lot of cloudy days, is there value to being near a window, even if the daylight isn't bright and sunny? I think that is absolutely important. And, you know, we are all moving towards clean energy, sustainability, improving overall health and well-being. And studies such as ours, as well as others, shed really important light on the future of buildings and architectural design. In this particular case, I would say, given our data, it does seem that daylight makes a difference, brightness makes a difference, and definitely makes people have a better sense of well-being, balance, and harmony. So I would say yes. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with psychologist Dr. Usha Satish and Assistant Dean of Wellness, Dr. Koshal Nanavati, about a study they recently completed assessing the impact of lighting on wellness and productivity. Let's talk more about the value of daylight. Dr. Nanavati, are you confident that exposure to sunlight will help with an individual's wellness and mood? And do you think it will help even if a person is resistant or disbelieving? So I think it's a, a beliefs matter, first of all. Uh, and that being said, for most people, we know that daylight, uh, sun, sunlight, sun exposure have value. Uh, that being said, your environment where you are matters. Uh, there are certain health conditions that do limit a person's ability to get too much daylight and sun exposure. So I definitely have to say, you know, give that qualifier. But that being said, for most of us, you know, what we view, our view actually makes a big difference to how we feel. Uh, and being in an environment that has more brightness has an impact that actually is, isn't just on the surface, but it's an impact that affects your thinking, uh, your ability to relate in the environment, your mood, your ability to concentrate, focus, uh, and your attention. And all of these things ultimately not only improve productivity, but what they do is improve your experience in that time frame. So that's the value that you can get.
What could the results of research like this mean for business? Dr. Satish, you talk about daylight exposure leading to better productivity, innovation, and collaboration, things that almost every company would want more of. So do you think this would lead to a rising interest in new buildings that contain many windows and a rearrangement of workspaces to allow for more natural light? And I think a lot of this is already happening. Um, there has been such a strong movement towards sustainable um, growth, clean energy, and the focus on human well-being has also increased. And given that well-being and productivity are tied, this is a good thing for individuals and for the organization. So I do believe that this is going to definitely have an impact and more people are going to speak about this. And while in healthcare, it has direct impacts on patients and, and healthcare providers, there's definitely a lot to lot of other office spaces all over the world uh, that are looking at improving their overall work environment. Dr. Nanavati, what do results like these mean for rates of employee burnout? Something like burnout is multifactorial. Uh, and the other day I was talking to my students about the fact that it's sort of like, you know, where you are now is like the trunk of a tree, but we've all come from different places like the roots. And so the roots of burnout for different people mean different things. But this kind of data at least gives credence to the fact that one of the factors that impacts burnout, which ties into the environment that a person is in, uh, can definitely be influenced and lead to positive consequences uh, for a person. Then obviously it's, you know, the attitudes, the team building, uh, leadership styles, and, uh, you know, meaningful action. Those are the other components. But in terms of environment, this kind of data can help in structural design, in structural engineering, in creating office environments, like you were saying, where there's more brightness in general and uh, lighting uh, can be affected as well. And I also, I think if I might just add, um, there are, based on this methodology that we used, uh, there are possibilities to predict uh, retention rates and burnout rates as well. So again, if we do larger studies and find similar data, it would certainly give us some signals on um, burnout, potential burnout rates and retention rates as well. Before we wrap up, Dr. Satish, can you explain metacognition and your work with decision makers? How can someone learn to focus on the process of thinking rather than the content? So that's a very interesting question. So we need both. Content is certainly important and very formative. It's the knowledge that we have and glean and continue to use. It's our, sort of our database. And the process is how we use this content to shape our lives. And while the content and context of our decision, our decisions change over a lifetime, we bring the same process of decision-making. In other words, our metacognition stays relatively the same unless we pay attention to it. And so that's why um, I focus a lot on working with these components of metacognition and helping people improve this so that they then make better decisions. Well, are people better able to focus on the process of thinking when they're in natural light? Based on the data so far in our studies, it does seem to show that several areas of metacognition, which would include 
uh, things like Dr. Nanavati has spoken about, such as focus, concentration, um, as well as information management skills, even use of simple strategic thinking, all that seems to be much better when the lighting conditions are better. Again, in healthcare, our data is pilot, but um, the, we, we certainly are seeing a very strong results. Let me ask both of you, do you foresee additional research to be done on lighting, something that would build on what you've already learned, Dr. Nanavati? Absolutely. I think there are so many domains yet to explore. Uh, and when we talk about lighting, uh, that's a part of it. Then you talk about things like lighting and thermal regulation, and that's a whole different thing because, you know, one of the things we found is if somebody is in sunlight for too long, uh, some people may get irritated or uncomfortable with that. And so in office spaces and environments, the idea that you can get better lighting and have improved thermal regulation creates an ambiance that's much more conducive to sustenance in that space for a longer time. And Dr. Satish, are you um, exploring anything else in this area? I think we would like to do more work um, with the healthcare sector because I think these results were very powerful. And if you can actually improve uh, functioning such that it improves patient outcomes, uh, this, that's definitely a, a big story there. So I would like to study um, more in the healthcare sector. And the other um, aspect that I have not actually worked on personally is uh, the domain of seasonal affective disorders and to see, um, you know, what kind of lighting might actually work for these people. And while there are, there's plenty of studies with the kinds of lighting um, on how they feel, there's no, there's, there's not a lot of research on their metacognitive productivity and those aspects, which is what we um, study here at Upstate. I appreciate you both taking the time to discuss the results of your research. Thank you to psychologist, Dr. Usha Satish and assistant Dean of wellness, Dr. Koshal Nanavati. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and radio talk show, HealthLink on Air.